when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey y'all, your friendly neighborhood producer Kato here. Wanted to let y'all know that this episode is a special holiday re-release of the very first Waypoint After Dark. A Waypoint Plus exclusive until, well, right now. This was recorded just before Waypoint Plus officially launched. Uh, Austin is on it, so you'll hear Austin, Patrick, and Rob reminisce about the early days of Waypoint. It's a great episode, I hope y'all enjoy um, this is going to be the first of our special holiday offerings this year. Uh, this Friday coming up, um, we're going to have our Elden Ring spoiler cast where Austin came back uh, alongside Patrick, Ren, and me to uh, sit down and talk about Elden Ring finally, which is great. It's a great podcast. Next week, we're going to drop the second Waypoint After Dark, which was also a... Uh, Austin, Rob, and Patrick joint where they kind of answer people's questions about Waypoint Plus. It was a good time. And then the Friday after, on the 30th, our last podcast of the year of 2022 is our massive Game of the Year podcast. Truly the five-star-iest of five-star run times on that one. So I hope you all enjoy. Uh, while we all... We all are going to go to sleep for the next couple of weeks and then return in the new year with new pods. And I hope everyone has the happiest of holidays. Peace. Yep. Austin, I fucking hate this game. I'm done with it. I'm recording also. Wait, let me get back yeah, I am you. too. Man, just... Uh, when's this going up? <laughs> yeah, when's this going up? When's the embargo on that? The 24th? Fuck Biomutant. That game sucks. I'll There's say- no way this is up before the 24th. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you'll be fine. And also, what could be more after dark than breaking embargo? Embargo <laughs> breaking? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just- We're beholden to no one do you, now. Do you want to uh, pay for raw, unfiltered access to the less diplomatic version of like, well, I don't like the way that these characters- are. No, fuck this game. This game sucks. Can you imagine it's being assigned good. to this game? It's not Can you imagine good. being like the person at IGN or GameStop I mean, like, that's just like, I need you oh. to play Biomutant. We're talking about Dia. Dia, not for those two sides, but Dia is reviewing that game. Well, and also, Austin <laughs> and I- were that freelancer, I yes, think, in yes, a way you were not, yes, Patrick. Yes, Patrick like, missed that. No, I recording. The, right? I, I I reviewed I reviewed seven uh, platform versions of Harry Potter instead of reviewing these. You games. know, I found, okay, I found my my path. That counts. That counts. You were just you were that before before in the before time. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I I, yeah, I didn't really review games. That was not like that was never like my th- like I did that in college for money, like GameSpy, right? right. Was like Phil Theobald, who worked at uh, EGM2, and then 
game now. I'm pulling a lot of. I don't know this. I don't know this. These are these are like. Sorry uh, to this man. Uh, there's no reason for you to know. Like this is like these are like uh Ziff Davis adjacent. Right. Uh, or or uh, sure. Ziff Davis publications that were adjacent to EGM to cash oh, in I know on the those, popular. Sorry, I know those websites. I don't know the person you're talking. Oh about. yeah, that's that's fine. Phil, yeah. Phil Filthy Ball, the teacher who then yeah. is now he works at the Pokemon company. He moves back into oh, games. Sorry. Anyway, worked for GameSpy and like I mean people read GameSpy, but they were just like, do you want to review the licensed games? It's like yes, I do. Give me money. Um. So I yeah I never reviewed the the bio mutants of the of the world, but I I I don't worry I. Man, I wanted that game to be good. That game got buzz every packs for go go five, read a, like you know like recent era. Like every time there's a trailer, it's yeah. like I'll oh, check out nine minutes of. It's bio a pretty mutant. game. It's a pretty game. But I think taken in like thirty second chunks, the combat looks kind of neat. Yeah. It's easy to trick yourself and to be like, oh, that looks kind of. <laughs> That's, that looks kind of good. Thirty second chunks. The that that right there is the Austin Walker yeah. seal of quality. If you I'm just saying, just... You trick, it's easy to trick yourself when you see the range of combat options at play until you realize like none of them feel. Yeah. You just you don't know until you hold it in your hands. Until you hold for, it in your hands, you're like for, none of these weapons. For feel a game good. that like the moment you see the map, we're like, oh, this game's forty hours. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a it's a long one. Um, I've played 90 minutes and I'm like, uh, uh-huh. Oh, is that as far as you got? I got like I, five or six hours in and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I finished, uh, I finished village a little while ago and I was okay, like, I gotcha. I'm not going to start a returnal run. So I was like, nah, I guess I'll boot a bio mutant. And we and I'm like, you know what? Austin did it for me. I don't we time need to see. Is? So we, I've been recording, but we should yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah. Me too. Uh, time to not tell Kato that we're recording. <laughs> oh my God. Gonna, he's not going to kill us because he knows this is a possibility. Yeah, but we didn't confirm. But I, but, but it's there's, late. There's also a chance halfway through this, he's sitting in bed or something. Like, am I going to get? Do I still have to do a recording? And like, it's we'll, not we'll bedtime for Kato. Kato is still awake. I would imagine Kato. Kato, Kato is also, my, but it's too we late. We set very clear expectations. Kato should never expect a work <laughs> thing to be happening at, like at 11 p.m. That's true. Yeah, we're just no. respecting boundaries, except for our own. Well, but we we this is we're a, a special occasion. I just wanted yeah. to get drunk. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> hang Bob, on, Bob. You don't need us here for that. Yeah. Well, it's been it better helps. than doing it alone. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Time about it is uh, yep. ten seconds. Sure. All right. And by I just wanted to get drunk. I mean, I wanted to plan and synergize with my colleagues right. about upcoming pivots in our business model. Hi. What's good, Internet? We're going to have to get a whole new vibe for whatever these are. I mean, we know what these are. These are Waypoint After Dark. You'll know this because it's probably titled that in an RSS feed. Uh, thank you. Step one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you're, you. If you're here, you're family. You're here. Wow. We can't use that. That's someone else's. Well, what are they going to do? Okay, so all right. So if the lawyers have gone through the trouble <laughs> to pay for a Waypoint Plus subscription and then send advice like a cease and desist, you know what? You are family. Well, hold That's on. some shit and, bad and family do. I think we can win that in a walking court because it's not when you're here, you're family. We said if you're here, you're family, which it's has a different. whole different That's vibe. Distinct. It's more ominous. And we're a different goods and service. <laughs> we're a different goods and service uh, category. I think there's distinction here. They can't own the like the... Uh, 
enunciation. You can't own Italian hospitality. (laughs) That's us. Waypoint Plus, the home of Italian hospitality. Hey, hey, we're pivoting to consumer here. This Uh, half Polish, half Irish guy ready for Italian hospitality. Oh, my dad, my stepdad, my stepdad's Italian. That's I, you know, I can't claim blood, but I can claim a little culture. You know what I mean? One of the people who influenced me most in my life. You know, I, I'm not going to say his last name, but I'm going to say everyone who knows him calls him <laughs> Joey D. And that's the most, like, doesn't get more Italian than Joey D from around the way. You know? Pretty sure that's a character who's introduced in the first 10 minutes of Bronx Tale. So <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. Covered. Um, so, yeah, thank you for, for being here. Uh, How this did is, you find us? How did you find us? Good question, because this may be, this is going to be in a feed before we announce the feed. So this is, so if you, there is a possibility and you'll have to let us know. Yeah. If you found, if you found it, like you found like a, like a hidden cave in Zelda. Like, ooh. Which is possible. Again, I I mentioned this privately earlier that we had someone join the More Civilized Age Patreon like instantly before we even announced it, like hours or something before we announced it. So how do you theorize? Because I saw this was in a, in a a group messages. We were trying to figure out. Like, how do we keep this private? This and person, like, I want to say, just happened to do a search for podcast to try to find something oh. else or something. And I was like, okay. oh, newly added on Patreon. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. Because if you if you launch a Patreon, you, like, it must go some. It. Right, right. Exactly. It's, just, it's up. Because I remember oh, <laughs> this is an after dark. There were, there were like back when Patreon had like there were like better terms you could agree to. Yes. There were like long discussions with a bunch of us of like, should I just like. Should we just register a Patreon page so I can lock into the earlier rate? Patrick, Natalie Watson did that, and that's the one we're using for a more civilized age. (laughs) I'm also still sitting on one, but it's an older one. We didn't know, which I guess is the beginning of the story. Well, I never hit pub. I never hit publish because Uh, I was scared to death of someone finding consequences. My mine is up. The Austin Walker Patreon is up. I just I have to go in manually every month. And turn it to like don't take money from anyone this month, <laughs> and it slipped a couple of times. I've had to. Oh, you could have done. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. You can launch it ah, every month. Well, you can I go in up. and be like, turn that shit off. The reason we're saying this is because the rates got worse on Patreon. So we're all like, yeah. we don't know what the fuck is going to happen with our future. We should sure. just like. Well, in the, like, at some point in the next twenty years, I could see a reason for sure. doing that. Of course, absolutely. Proof is in the pudding. Briefly, <sighs> thank you for being here. I also want to thank Kato for editing this. He's not here right now. Thank you to Kato. <laughs> thank you to Rob Zachney for pushing. Like doing a lot of wrangling and focusing on this uh, over the last month or so. Um, uh, you know, I host the show, but that's kind of all I do at this point. I'm not in the in the trenches. I know today on a podcast I said I don't like to talk about games journalists as being in the trenches because it's bullshit. <laughs> and then I immediately went to that. But I'm not doing the hard work that had to go into building something like this. Also, shout out to Jason Kebler who who like did the. <laughs> Did the juggling and uh, settled all family accounts, settled the accounts and like maneuvered. You know what I mean? It's kind of like we handed the pilot controls over. It's like Jason came to us and was like, I can get us through the Kessel, the Kessel run. I can I can see the the road through the storm. I can see just like we we published a zine that the that the, the, the vice was not maybe 100 percent happy with. But we've established we boundaries so that we can now you can, we do other things. Also. I don't, we should just tell this story. Like we should just let's let's rewind. Sure. We wanted to launch a DTC direct to consumer. You were in a lot of meetings. Subscription. I was in meetings. I was in a, I was hmm. One day there's a version of this story where we can tell specific. There's an after after dark that is that is years that's from like now. That's like an after is. vice after dark. Do you know what I mean? That's like a yes. we put this thing to bed or 
where I don't know, maybe maybe we could tell that story with 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 the approval of, I think, other people involved from the outside. Sure. Yes. Do you know what yes. I mean? Uh, the long and short is um, I think the way the place it really starts and tell me if I'm wrong about this is with a freelancer, a freelance camera operator and a Phil Spencer interview. Yeah. Where. Yeah. We had. So we launched in 2016. 15. Yeah. October 31st, 2016. November 2nd, if you're if you're being very particular about when the the true website came online, but October 31st is when we launched the, the stream um, and and had a few placeholder things up. And a year into that, you know, going into into E3 2017, we were like, go big or go home, baby. We want to do like a big E3 video thing. We'd been pushing to do video for a while. We had just gotten Lobby One, the, the video studio up and running. Tiny little little thing. Rob had come on board um, and we were like, we're going to go big. We're going to do E3 the way it's meant to be done. And we did our best. Uh, and I think the thing to say is a lot of that, a lot of the kind of one of our big early lined up home runs was a Patrick Klepik interview with Phil Spencer. I have, a, I have a long, I have a long history of just like securing Phil Spencer. Well, you got him early, like, you got him day zero or day negative one or something, which meant we could yeah, have it was, been. It was, like, it was right. It was like right at, like I, uh, I think it was not long after their event, like their press, right. I guess press it was like immediately after. after. And, um, like the last interaction I had had with him was like he follows me on Twitter, but um, like we don't oh, like about regularly this. talk. Yeah, and then like last generation, I like barely used my Xbox because everything was they did like PC ports, right? And so there was one time not long after Jessica was born, so she like around this time is happening. She's I don't know, uh, so that this is like the summer after, right? So Rob was Rob in the first year? Or was that in the second? Maybe year? It was maybe Rob wasn't there this year. Was Rob not there? No, first I was year? right. It was months, the e- no, I, I can't. I was you there came for six that months in. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I forget. Danielle and, and Danielle was back at base that year, and then Natalie was right. back at base that year. Right. Natalie was out, was in as an intern. That was that was the first week of Natalie's employment uh, as an intern, which is funny. Because I remember I had taken a photo and put it on Twitter. I was like, look, my I use for my Xbox controller, like a teething thing. And my daughter is just like eating it. And he like t- tweets me publicly and then like drags me at this at this interview. Um, but we had 15 minutes and yeah. which is like which a, is a lot when you're talking about like someone who represents the whole fucking thing with like. Yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Especially for us. Like, and, you know, yeah, right. You know. We were we were still, you know, teething as a site. Uh huh. And it was like, a, a you know, I had well, it started out bad. Which was, we have 15 minutes, mm-hmm. I believe, was the slot, which is pretty normal. Like, you, this is not usually, even if you're a higher profile place, maybe you're getting 30 minutes. You're not yeah. like getting an hour no. with, with Phil no. Spencer. He's too busy. So, you know, 15 minutes, you want to maximize that time. And so usually you want to show up, ready to roll, minimal amount of, like, establishing yeah. banter, catching up. So, like, you're doing that for two or three minutes, maybe you incorporate <clears throat> in the interview. And instead, it went out for, like, five or six minutes while, the like, the freelance video person... Like didn't again, have we the never worked ready. with again. Not because no. we like gave him a bad review. Or, like no, it just never. Uh, we didn't have our video people out with us, and so Vice was like, "We know a guy out there who does a decent well, we're job." We're in LA, and they're like, LA. "We have an LA office. We'll just right. get someone to come out that we work but with." But not and- a full time LA production person, just no. like someone Contract, who does some yeah. shoots now and then. Didn't bring a tripod. Nope. Didn't decide to put the camera on a table and just let it shoot. Yep. Tried to shoulder hold it and like drop to a knee and balance yep. it perfectly. Not the not Shaky the vibe. Camp. Blair Shaky Witch Project yes. style. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> and I remember the, like the the reason we were so irritated was like a, there there was like a couple bits of news in there. It's like oh, we could break this out. Yes. This this will do well, well on socials, um, as they say. And it didn't like I didn't believe like someone spent like the roughly twenty four hours trying to fix the shape. Twenty four. Nah, dog, that was the whole week. It threw everything (laughs) off. We didn't get that video up until the end of the week. And and what ended up happening is we did end up getting extra resources. Basically, we shot like a ton of video that week. And the whole thing was like, we're going to open with a banger and then do daily drops. And all of that was off by a day and a half, two days. And that Phil Spencer and you didn't drop until the middle or the end of the next week. And so we, we ended up coming back from that with like not... Great numbers. You know, we, 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 our podcast had done super well, huge spike in the podcast figures. Also, it was just a fun time. Like we, I think we found a lot of our, our event voice in that event. Um, we all busted our asses to like go to a bunch of appointments. We were able to talk about things with the, with the kind of, uh, uh direction that we'd like weird to talk house. about. We had that really weird bad house that then we joked about with <laughs> Danny O'Dwyer. Not, we have not so far s- stayed in a decent place. For E3. Remember the Is really that hot right? one? last place was sort of decent. What was, was the last place like? So it was big. Oh, last place was all right. Yeah. It was really cheaply put together. It was like. Remember it had the balcony mansion. inside? Yeah, that that was all right. Yeah, I guess that one was all right. That was the, also, in, we In my mind, it. I blocked that out, and I'm just thinking of the, the place before that. Right. We also just made it good because Rob cooked for us. Yep. I want to say Danica brought over a giant TV for us. Danica brought a TV. I ordered pizza from a place that tell, told me halfway Bullshit. through the order, we're out of cheese. Yes, yes, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Uh, we got good food that whole week. We like we didn't overbook ourselves. We had like a nice that was a good trip. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the other ones we all stayed. Remember that one that was that was just like it was near a bunch of great food because it was just like it was in Los Angeles. It was not well. That breakfast place was terrific, oh. but also the internet was like. Six up and six down. We were using Danica's cell phone Again, to like yeah, stream uh-huh. on Twitch. Yeah, that was also right before Danica left, which we'll get to in a second. Um, breakfast place. That breakfast place was so good. I would crush mm. one of those omelets right now, or like the they like what they did, like the sauce. The chorizo is what it was that they that they were doing. Yes. And that was just so good. Uh anyway, we come back and it's like, okay, what are we doing? And the conversation at this point, at this point, I will say we had like a healthy freelance budget. We had, like, I would say healthy, I mean, like, it was a substantial freelance budget. We were able to just, like, say yes to a million things. If you wrote for us at that period, thank you. It was a blast to write, to work with a bunch of different writers and to just say yes to a billion different pitches. Many of them hit, a few of them missed, it happens, you know what I mean? But that was, like, the whole thing was getting to work with talent who we didn't get to work with uh, or weren't able to work with the previous job, stuff like that. Um, and we come back and it's like, okay. We swung big. We didn't hit in the places we thought we'd hit. Where did we hit? And the answer was personality and commitment from people. People advice have always been wowed by how well the podcast does. And specifically, Vice at that time especially was like living in the age of the age of of short form. Three minutes. Twelve minutes is 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 an hour and a half in their minds. You can't do a twelve minute long video. So the idea that people were gonna listen to us talk for four hours. <laughs> about video games that weren't even out yet was absurd to them because they just don't know the space that well. And so they were like, y'all should start thinking about doing DTC. And me, I go, what's what Joel, what's DTC? And direct to consumer, it's another way of saying subscribers. I was like, oh, oh yeah. giant bomb. Giant oh giant bomb, the place I came from. <laughs> like duh. Um, and so we go like, okay, cool, let's talk about it. And so we spend that whole summer developing a DTC plan um, that involves doing a lot more video. 
uh, but a lot lower lift video, developing shows to prove that we can produce that sort of content. That's where you end up getting Tactical Tuesdays, Breakfast in Battlegrounds, uh, uh, Hot Mike Mornings, that whole era of Waypoint that develops over the, the next Breath year. Of the wild, Breath of the Wild, uh, Permadeath, uh, all that shit. Yeah. Along with some other tests that we did around short form video around that time and other stuff. But the the two people who were on that were not they were doing a lot of stuff advice and they were kind of like very exploratory the next year, or maybe it was like 20, 2017. It might've been 2016, 2017, somewhere in there. I wrote all this out recently. I don't remember where it is. So I'm not going to go <laughs> drag out particular years, but we, this develops into like a serious pitch from a different direction. Someone new comes into power advice above my boss. My boss gets a new boss and this motherfucker is he's gone now. Uh, and I'm not going to, like, drag his name through the mud or anything, but his his perspective is much different. He When he met me, he told me that the thing – that he had done work with video games before because he was part of the sale of game trailers, which, if you're from the industry, you understand right. means firing a bunch of people at game trailers because you're offloading it from a portfolio of, of assets. It's like, you just – you met me and we're like, I fired a bunch of people you might know. That's not a good look. Very tech-focused. Very, we're going to bring Vice into the new age, editorial is going to change, blah, blah, blah. And in many ways, he was deeply frustrated. He was also the person who ended up killing the Waypoint brand and all the other brands and folding us all in. But he was also an, an asset for us because he deeply believed in non-editorial coverage and wanted to give us the runway to develop products, uh, products, shows across podcasting, video, etc. He's the person who gave us the green light to go do Be Good and Rewatch It, to do Lore Reasons and all the sort of exploratory, throw a bunch of shit at the wall model. He's also the one who was like in charge of green lighting a DTC thing and trying to push that along. And he dragged his fucking feet on it for so long uh, that it ended up being a key part of why Danica left, because getting the yes on that would have allowed her to stay and like grow with the company versus or grow with Waypoint rather than go off. Well, she and be was part also of still split, splitting her job between. Totally. At that point, she was doing uh, Waypoint. And I want to say thump still at that point. Yeah. Um, but also was just like. The only way to like associate her is like, oh, Danica, right? She was was working so fucking hard. Yeah, absolutely. But she had to do tons of shit for other people behind the scenes. And growth would have meant going into the vice social like engine, not continuing to build a community and, 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 you know, raise the profile of Waypoint and the work that she believed in here. Not that she didn't necessarily believe in the work that other parts of of the company were doing. I think she worked for uh, Creators Project for a while. She touched a lot of different places in that company and was really good. Um, uh, and, and there was this window where we could have made this really big swing, um, uh, where we were going to get to hire a bunch of additional people and blah, blah, blah. And this dude dragged his feet on it. And so at that point, Joel and I were like, this is dead. Uh, this DTC dream once and for all, you know, we, we've, we've lost talent over it. We've lost someone we care about to, to, I just, I just remember, uh, when you had told me, they're like, we're going to, they're talking about like building a proprietary video player. I was like, okay, well, it's not going to happen. happen. It's not going to happen. Totally. (laughs) So years pass. We, in my mind, it's a dead dream. I don't know how many times in the waypoint discord or on the forums. I've been like, listen, I know y'all are saying you want to do this. The numbers aren't there to do it in the model. We want to do it. And it is what it is, but like they're not going to just let us throw a switch. Jump cut to a few months ago. <laughs> Jason messages us and is like, I think I learned how to throw the switch. <laughs> yes. Jason had well, specifically. He, a, he was like, oh, go ahead, I bro. found a switch. Yes. Nobody was yes. watching me. Yes. I wanted to do a zine about the post office. <laughs> and so I found this thing, memberful. And like, to, I like, there's a whole other story where like, 
Jason had to like walk over people's broken bodies to get his get the little <laughs> the mail zine right. out the door, which is a magazine, so which is a zine about the post office, the U.S. Post, the USPS, and what it's been going through, and et cetera. And to be clear, this is all such standard big company stuff, mm-hmm. where it's like the inertia to like if companies prefer to build something themselves, but they don't want to green light money to ever build anything. So they just kind of spin their wheels. Like doing a white label thing is anathema, particularly to like a media company. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're not willing to do white label, you Which, look at huge development costs. White label means that you're, it's like, you know how speed tree is a thing that you could buy for your game to get trees in it instead of having an artist make all the trees. Say that again, Patrick, you're blight. Sp- sorry. Uh, is, is speed tree still a thing? I feel like it. I feel I like it was for a long time. A lot. Okay. Resi- I thought either way. Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was in Resident Evil Village. Well, <laughs> there a lot of trees in that game. I'm pretty sure that game has. I'm not trying to dispute. I was just wondering. Like, I remember like sitting in on like a GDC speed tree presentation <laughs> when I was like in between things. Like, well, I guess I'll sit down and look at these trees. Um, Maybe I'm wrong was, about speed. I just tree. didn't know if speed tree was still. Maybe they got acquired by Unity. But I think the better analogy is like, remember like WordPress, like WordPress blogs and stuff. It's like WordPress, what you could put WordPress on your site and make your own bespoke site that was still powered by WordPress. But that's a a white label tech solution. Nobody has to build WordPress. And it doesn't say word. It might not, depending on how you do it. Also, yeah, I just confirmed Patrick Speedtree is in the opening. (laughs) It's in the opening set of logos for RE8. Uh, Great. Yes. If you build a WordPress site and pay them for their white label like solution, it might not even say WordPress on there. It's just a website. Um, and so that's what Jason found, right? Not like Patreon, where you go to patreon.com slash waypoint or something. And you know you're a Patreon. Right. Uh, I know it's very funny for us to have spent money on a white label solution and then for us to be like, now listen, let's draw attention to the the white label uh, solution. Um, but yeah, he found that. And the mail worked and he got that greenlit quickly. Look, and then my understanding. had we been able to do a Patreon within the Vice infrastructure, maybe we would have considered it. It's more we arrived, we found a thing that fits, again, like, you know, fitting in the gap. Like, this works with the company we're at. They're comfortable. They like it. They've signed off on it. And it's like, okay, yeah. so now what do we do with the approval? Because that's often the, the, what you're navigating at a company is like, all right, within the set of constraints that I have, what can I accomplish? What you know? What can I push on and, and do? And new even things? there, it took another couple of months until this got greenlit. Basically, it took changing to people's minds, and it took people moving around and, and other stuff like that. We, that we, we, like, we had an original pitch of the timeline for this, which, which yeah, is not. We would have launched <laughs> what no, a month ago or something, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and, I, and hold on. For all that's happened, I think we're only like two weeks behind, which for us is pretty miraculous, right? But I but there was a, there was a world where. This the the, swi- the the metaphorical switch, or I guess almost like a literal one, yeah. was turned on earlier, so we could have planned some more ambitious things along the way. And that happens, on the but, road but that's why you moment. try to target that is so that when it right. slips, it doesn't hurt as much, right? Right. Um. Fuck it. Listen, I'm thrilled we threw the switch at all. You know what I mean? Listen, I actually recorded this before the switch gets flipped. I shouldn't say shit. This could go <laughs> in a trash can in three days, as we learn, in fact, that someone has decided to kill this whole project and derail our summer. Um. Uh. <laughs> sad boy summer starts now. Um, the, the, when we did it, we threw the switch and I guess we should talk a little bit about like what it is we want to do. Rob, I know again, you've been so instrumental at kind of dreaming up the shape and structure of this thing and envisioning it. It, You kind of have your hands on the reins in terms of the direction. Do you want to talk a little bit about like 
what we're doing? Well, so I think there's a couple elements of this. One is that I think Austin, you and I are both coming from a place of we have gone down the rabbit hole of creating overly elaborate uh, subscription programs and services. And like you end up creating more stuff than you were interested in creating, but also kind of, I think both of us have discovered independently that people are less interested in the exclusive stuff they get than they are just like supporting something cool that they like. So I think there's like a minimum amount of what people want, which tends to be in my experience, limited experience, more of the people that they like talking about stuff, hanging out, making stuff together. But the more complex that stuff gets, the less they're, they're necessarily interested. And at the end of the day, if they like a core thing that you make, they just want to be able to like support you because most people aren't getting advertisements. And they know that their ad, that advertisement isn't worth five bucks a month. And, and maybe they have five bucks a month in their pocket to throw towards us and would like to do that. And so like, again, thank you to the people doing that. And this opens up that that space in a way that I, it it's not it's we could have overdone it and been like, well, we have 13 different tiers. <laughs> and I think both of us have learned by experience that that's not necessarily it doesn't benefit you, nor does it really benefit the uh, uh, enough people that that it makes sense to build all that out. Also, who also knows how successful out, like, what, what people want. Right. Right. I mean, totally. that, that was that was a, even like even, you know, you know, in full transparency, like earlier today than we were recording this. There was a discussion of like, hey, like the people advice, like, would you be interested in doing like expanded versions of like what people can pay? And it was like, you know, let's start with what we feel good about, a number that we feel all right about. And then there's always an opportunity to do different. Right. If lots of people say, I would love to pay you more for more stuff. We'll think, you know what I mean? That's the thing. We can cross that bridge when we get there. Right. But to start with, we felt like this was the right call. And I think that also reflects a lot of like the offer as it was like, Rob, when we were talking about this originally, I think we both went back and forth looking at the stuff, the Patreon type stuff we've done before, trying to figure out how much of it's locked up, how much of it is just the sort of like stretch goal unlocks this for everybody type stuff. And I think we've had a pretty good mix. Yeah, I think that. Sort of the way this thing is, this is still very much a work in progress. For instance, we're not sure how you're listening to us right now. We're not sure if you're supposed to be hearing us right now. Um, Like, just the whole unrolling of this is a beautiful mystery. Uh, But I think the main thing is that one thing we're very comfortable with is having some side conversations that aren't, like, core to Waypoint Radio, like like this. Yeah. Or... uh, like maybe stuff like um, waypoints ends up becoming something that subscribers could get on their subscriber feed. Right. But the thing we weren't down with was like, there like one thing that was pitched was, Hey, if you, you have a really good like bit in the middle of a podcast, cut that out and save it for the subscribers. We're not doing that. Like yeah, that's like not the, the stuff that Kato goes. I like, put that in at the end. Like no, actually, now that's just going behind a wall. It's like no. Well, you need to put in the that, effort to figure yeah. out what what you're actually putting. Build a thing there. for it versus uh, the thing. I definitely don't want to do is be like we're cutting the best piece of the cake and putting yeah. it only over here for people who are paying us for it. Like no, the the 
Waypoint Radio is going to remain Waypoint Radio. You know, I don't want to take things away from that. It'll still have weird tangents. It'll still... Today's episode, we talked at length about The Prisoner. The idea that I would take that, (laughs) I'd be like, Cotto, cut that out. That that only... There's a a world where... There's a different world. Right. Where we would have identified after the fact, like, okay, actually... We should have got The Prisoner in a longer way. Let's let's do a different right. recording or something. Go watch the first two episodes of The right. Prisoner, right. like shorten out what was in that podcast and, you know, kind of make it flow and nobody will know, you know, how the original recording went. Right. So I think where we ended up with was, for starters, some of these very easy things that could be fun for people to listen to and fun for us to record are some side conversations like us just shooting the shit as we occasionally do. Uh, late at night about random random stuff. So if you if you if you're one of those weirdos who's like, man, I love it when Patrick and Robin Austin <laughs> just start ranting about their shitty football teams. Boy, is your ship come in? It's, it's gonna get shittier uh, than ever. I, you know what? No, I'm pretty optimistic about both of our seasons this year. Yeah, I me truly, too. Am. Yeah, I truly I, am. yeah, I truly. I'm feeling good. Wait but to that do only six means and right. eleven. Right, that's the right, thing. Because it's not six and ten anymore. But, but with it, a future. When it, with a future. <laughs> <laughs> if, if and when it begins to fall apart, this it'll get great. It'll get fantastic. Or like another thought is not the sort of maybe overly elaborate version of waypoints we had by the end, but just more like us shooting the shit about cool stuff we're into at the moment. The OG like, waypoints, the original bring a thing to share with the class. Shout it out. Right. But it. not prepare a lecture and quiz your fellow panelists about right. the contents of that lecture. And I think a that, lot about people people tweet it, I think probably all of us about books we've read, about music we're listening to, about shows we watched. And like I tend not to reply to that stuff because I I actually tend to be very busy and being like, I don't do I want to recommend this at this point? But I do like to share that stuff in a in in a more in a broad reaching way than than in like a random person on Twitter way. So like having that outlet to do that could be really fun. Um but I think the really key thing here, though, is that this model enables us to start doing just as waypoint stuff that was taken away from us uh, really suddenly. And so like as it like fingers crossed as this succeeds, one of the arguments that we made back when you were first pitching direct consumer and one of the things that is now explicitly sort of part of the plan here is that us having an audience who enjoy the content we make uh, makes it make sense for us to make more of that content. Right. And so like one of the things that uh, is crucial to this is if this takes off, like they're going to let us start streaming again, right. basically. Like right. when, cause when this conversation regardless before, of, and not just for subscribers, it's worth saying. Yeah. We also contemplated that and we were like, that's not, we're going to be streaming to what? Like 80 people. Like it's just it, <laughs> on YouTube too, somehow quiet. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the the other thing, and this sort of goes back to some of what you were speaking about a few minutes ago, Austin. Um, anytime it turns into, well, why can't Waypoint just stream? Because if we're out there not doing something to create some kind of revenue for the company, they're going to be looking, well, okay, well, do, do the streams bring in the revenue? Right. And I think y'all are savvy enough to know that, like, the scale it would require to support a staff yeah. like Waypoint off of streaming is not a reasonable <laughs> expectation. And it would we would have to stream more Way than more. we want to. Well, and, but it was, all, it was also the case even when we did that, 
we were in a weird spot where like part of the difference now is like there are numbers, there are metrics, there are things being measured against. There is uh, uh, Rob having less editorial duties right. as he like oversees, like, you know, managing like week to week what we're doing with this. But uh, like when we were doing a lot of the Twitch stuff and we decided to turn on subs, it was kind of weird because people were like, should we sub? It's and we like, were like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, if you want like to, to prove that, right. I want to show we can never get fully behind us. it because look like even in this scenario of like what we're doing now, like don't have the illusion, like, <laughs> you know, you, you subscribe to memberful and it like just goes into our bank accounts. Like no. that's not how that works, but it, but it's more about proving out interest in, in a thing that allows us to dedicate more time. And that, that number is being monitored and justified, you know, up against, you know, things like page views and things like right. that. Whereas that didn't really exist before. And so it was like, I don't know if you sub, I, I mean, that money goes somewhere. I don't know if it helps us. And so right. you can never like kind of like full throw to get behind it because it didn't, it was just like, I don't know, like actually maybe go sub for somebody who like could use the money. Could use the cash. Their their pot. It wasn't ever going to touch, touch our bank account. No. And when I say that, I don't even no just mean our personal tied ones. To it. No. Like, and nothing. it was not going to go to like a freelance fund that we had or something no. like that. And it wasn't, and, and in general, it wasn't like moving the needle as far as we could tell in terms of giving us more freedom or latitude to do what we wanted to, right? And so, like, it was just it was just somebody above us was like, "Twitch is interesting." I don't know. Keep you keep, guys, yeah, keep giving. And people again, a lot of it Twitch. was developmental. A lot of it was like, yeah. make some shows so that if we make this pivot to DTC, then you'll be able to slot these right in, right? Um, which would have been frustrating. I, what I what I will say is like, I think this this model, the way that we're doing it now, has given us more control over what it'll be than what that previous look would have been, which would have been very micromanaged, technocratic, top down. Uh, you know, ROI and uh, 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 what's the what was the word that got used a lot that I've forgotten? That it was a, it was another acronym for something. Oh man, there was so there was, it was like another word. For, Joel for, would come oh, out of meetings fuck. and then like tell me a bunch of phrases that like it it's like a different word of say, a different way of saying metric, like a like a quota. It was like a. Damn, I forget what it is. Uh, but, you know, that style but, of but here like, it's, it's just goals. people who sub, right? Like, yes. otherwise, like, we've had quite literally uh, no conversations outside of what do you guys want KPIs to KPIs and OKRs. KPIs okay. and OKRs. KPIs are key made up. performance indicators. OKRs <laughs> are... Objectives, key responsibilities. Key responsibilities. That's correct. I believe that that's right. I believe that that's right. I believe. <laughs> Those are both standbys of the performance eval uh, racket. Uh, which <laughs> Vice doesn't have anymore. Now it has uh, Culture Amp, and uh, approximately <laughs> once a week, we are forced to look deeply within ourselves and contemplate, are we being fulfilled by Vice? Every time I did one of those for, I mean, we have to do one uh, once a quarter, roughly. It feels faster than that i feel like during then there's the year-end one that's separate there from is the Q4 but, but like during covid it was especially nightmarish oh. for me personally because every it would be like what do you want to accomplish it's like i don't know like my kids to go fucking back to school like <laughs> like to get through the day i was like I, you know like what do you like what do you want to do in the next couple of months eh, eh. Like, I was like, what do you want me to fucking write here and like Hold so it. i just made it it was just an exercise in knowing that like emmanuel and jason were going to read and i know it maybe gets printed out in archives somewhere mm -hmm. but it was just like you guys fucking know the score yeah. like i hate yeah. my life right now like this sucks like like you know Man, i'm writing I as much as i can in the middle of uh like the 2020 lockdown when they revised the uh like self-reflection survey and suddenly there were a bunch of questions like 
How are you doing? You all right, boo? <laughs> you practicing self-care? Is there anything oh. you need that your management... And I shouldn't knock it. Vice actually yes. was pretty yes. cool yes. throughout. No. Like I, I got z- 100%. Like not, not a single day was I ever questioned when it was like, my kid's throwing up. I'm sorry. I'm going to be gone for three hours. Yes. Like I, n- yes. I never got like anything an entire, in an entire year. And I'm, uh, it was more just, you know, they have to corporatize that to a certain there, degree. There is often some, some like uh, ambiguity in this style of messaging. This, this reminds me, of course, of the classic me going into a room in the office and the HR had put up a bunch of flyers that was about like making sure that you felt good about being, you know, what you know, what are you doing with your day? What are you excited about today? Stuff like that. But one of them, it was hanging in the bathroom. I was washing my hands. I looked up in the mirror and hanging there was a piece of paper that said, why are you in this building? And I went, <laughs> shit, why am I in this building? Fuck, I got to reconsider some shit. You know what? And then he quit. Maybe I got to go. And then I quit. And then I quit. It's not a one-to-one, but it didn't help. See, and this was, Vice had avowed, they had told us, we are, we're not laying people off, even though, like, people got laid off routinely throughout all of this arc. But we are reducing headcount through attrition. And so when those posters popped up, you knew (laughs) it wasn't just like, boy, somebody didn't think that through. No, no. Somebody did. Like, like Ozymandias planned for reducing headcount, maybe. Do you just you just want to wash your hands and like take five minutes to collect yourself and like there's a psyop hanging on the wall. Um hey Austin, what's the uh, point of all what's this? What's the what's the point of all of this? What are you what are you working towards? Is this so where anyway, you want to be? So yes. Uh but so I think like where this where this comes out is like as this thing gets off the runway, hopefully, like remember Tactical Tuesdays? Yeah. Remember XCOM and Val Robin, Val Robin. Yeah. and Grave Big Digger. Money and the yeah, whole I gang. Do. The whole crew. More mm-hmm. like we didn't stop that because Hashtag like finished we, the fight. We didn't dig it. We just couldn't. They were we like couldn't. uh this is not bringing in proper well, revenue. And, and sometimes it's, it's softer than that, right? It's like, well, yeah. could we try to do it? Yeah, but do you also have to do the rest of your day shit? Yeah. Do you get anything bonus for getting to do the Tactical Tuesdays? No. Like, well, then let me do the work I have to do today and, re- and like be done with my day and go work on something else that I do want to go work on or not work on anything at all that and that evening. was that was always my approach like do you guys yes. want to do a stream I was like no no interest like you guys to understand that like actually yeah. the only thing that matters to save my job or like if I get an article that goes viral it, you know helps all of us I was like <laughs> yes. I'm just going to keep writing stories and throwing darts at the wall uh, please go stream XCOM which is not like not a judgment call no, it was no, just no. one we of those things working like, on different parts well and it was also just a, a matter of like I don't I don't believe how they're measuring us. So they say they want you to stream. I still think they're looking at it. the uniques yeah. on those yeah. stories. Totally. So I'm going to go totally. write an article. Y'all still using Comscore or not? Is that they retired? Like they said five years ago know. they wanted to do. Anyway, the and that's not that that's not just them. The whole industry like three years ago was like, we're finally going to replace Comscore. And I still see people talking about Comscore. So the, well, I, I think it still remains like one of the few places of to like you know, kind of like getting a, an Academy Award. Like, how can you just say that you are big? Yeah, you're just yeah, totally. So the the uh, another thing I want to say is just like, well, what's this get you? Or sorry, let's actually flip that. What's that get? What does this get us? I think one big thing is is to think about this in terms of letting us do things like Rob said, Tactical Tuesdays. 
Um, but also just in terms of, and Rob, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's a degree to which, depending on how successful this is, it can let us think differently about the editorial we do run. Um, it changes, if the goal isn't unique page views, then there are stories that you don't feel compelled to write anymore. Um, and there are stories that maybe more importantly, that right now it's hard to justify running because you know, as good as they are, they're just not going to get any eyeballs. And when you have a limited budget and goals to meet, you have to make those decisions, even if they're not like idealistic, you know, even if they're not the the sort of like in line with what your long term vision for what good coverage looks like. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So... I think that stuff will to like continue to appear on motherboard and on waypoint to be clear. Like there's, there's a lot of stories. Like I don't think traffic is going to completely disappear, no, of course in all this, but the of question course is not. how much is being put on us and how much are we being asked to worry sure. about that? Right. Because one of the things that this w- would kind of decouple for us is the sense that every day at around like 5 PM, I get a report on like how our stories are trafficking. And there's a, there's a very clear statement there yes. of like, hey, yes. this matters. You're supposed to be recording like, hey, what's hitting? What's missing? Like, what do we need to be covering? And I think all of us by temperament and interest, the thing that we're not really into is the stuff that those reports often encourage us to be doing. Like yeah. those reports, if you look at, look at them, a lot of times the smart play is to find something that is getting a ton of engagement for reasons that may be good or bad, and then run a bunch of stories in that vein until people are tired of reading about it. And then well, the smart, the the smart play down. is to look up the guy who's been making his own fan Bionicle game, not think that much about the article you wrote, and then it goes to like the top of Reddit, and you're like, cool, like that makes me feel good. But about- I'd, I'd rather you write that <laughs> than to the, the, the inverse thing, which is go to the top of Reddit. See what's trending, right? And be like, how right. do we cash in on this? How do we right. catch that wave? And when I say that, I do specifically mean like you specifically, Patrick. I want that, even if that has to be someone's job in order to keep the lights on writ large at Vice. I'd prefer it not to be your job. I prefer it not to be Gita's job to have to do that. I'd rather Gita work on stories that Gita really cares about. I want them to be able to chase down the shit that they like have been thinking about all week and think that they have a great idea for a story and like go do that versus. All right, wake up, figure out what to blog about today, check the trends, see what's see what's hitting on Chartbeat. You know, like that that I've been through that model. It's not fun and it's not yeah. it doesn't make you feel good about the work you do. And, and that, that that has been the thing that we, you know, you know, I, I always track what I have to remember. How long has uh, Waypoint been around? I remember how old my daughter is because uh-huh. they, they essentially are one to one. And so, you know, it's almost, you know, by the end of the summer, it'll be, you know, me being here five years, which is not too long after you having joined right. and started right. everything, Austin. And like the consistent thing across all of this has been how do we measure our success other than the company just being consistently surprised that people like us a lot? Yeah. And like one of the one of the things that always came up was whenever we would do we would raise money for charities yeah. or, and it was like, holy shit, 
folks, people really like what you're doing. But that wasn't, that was a one-time thing. And, and we know yeah. in our heart of hearts, like, no, that's a, that, that would be a daily thing that we could call upon, rely upon. We see it in our podcast numbers, but, you know, the company doesn't, is hadn't really gotten around no, to internalizing what that means. In the way people engage, people, yes. y'all have, have shown us so much support, not just in the numbers, but in the way you you uh, champion our work, in the way that you share our, our work, the way that you that you talk about us. You know, I, I really think that there, there were really rough times and really hard times over the last five years. I've said this before, but we did not know we were launching a website going into the Trump years and then and then into a into a, a, an international pandemic. Um, we didn't know. And it would be very easy at any point for us to just like hit the lights and been like, well, we gave it a shot. And I think a lot of the reason we've stuck through it is the way people engage with the work, the way people want to want to contribute, both as direct freelancers, but also the way people write in letters and like vibe with us in Q&A or in, in like the question bucket. Uh, all that stuff has been so rewarding over the years. And it's hard to point to that and look at a manager. I mean, again, Jason is good, but like look above that or look at someone in the traffic department basically and be like, this this is just as important to us as the, I, mean, I, tr- I truly viral. do think some of those yes. charity drives like yep. saved jobs, saved yep. the site because they're there were just over the years enough times that like a weird number would stick out. Like sometimes we would, you know, do these, you know, these charity streams and we would get an executive to send an email to be like, look at what they did. And yeah. it, it, frequently it was well-meaning and well-intentioned, but there, there would always kind of be a little bit of vibe of like, like, what are they doing? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But we didn't and, give them any support. Right. How did they do and, it? And, be, and because there were no numbers to back that up so like that's kind of like you know the wraparound point here is like with with memberful it's like well wherever this goes you know it's like that's a number like that's something we can point to that's something that like for our bosses we can point to it's like look like this is tangible ongoing support that allows us to make informed decisions of how we spend our time yeah. whether that is streaming podcasts editorial like that that is uh you know it may not necessarily like go into our pockets but like it goes into our time and like and it that, changes you know, that time exactly Cotto, for instance has been spending the last year more than that now 18 months uh splitting his time between waypoint and and motherboard working on cyber he's done a good job on that like i'm, I'm not taking away anything from there when i say i'm really happy for Cotto that he gets to focus on waypoint now Cotto joined up with waypoint as a social editor uh, after danica left immediately showed us that that his talents were were you know uh, uh in production um you know one of the first things kato did shout out to kato who hopefully is, is i mean is editing this presumably so just <laughs> hearing this but immediately showed that that he could create like uh you know excerpts from the podcast to put on social on twitter and facebook which was incredible uh and then from there it was like well it makes sense to have him grow into a dedicated production resource and as audio and podcasts have grown advice those talents have gone on to work on things like cyber um, and, and at the same time, I know that what Kato wants to do, because I know Kato, we get lunch together, or we used to get lunch together, we work together in the same building, and we'll talk through stuff. And like, his, his, his heart is in video games. He wants to work in, in, in the space that, that, that you see him in. And this is a way for us to immediately bring him fully back on board to help develop this out. And, and that's incredible to me that, that he's going to get to do that. And hopefully that is an indicator of as this grows, what we can do with your support, right? Rob, it looks like you have a you, you, there. No, Rob did like a great like whole head back think deep. No, I was remember. just thinking about when this first got broached, and I was like, "Hey, hey, Kato, like, 
like I know you've been doing really well as a producer here, and you're on all these interesting projects. And so I don't know if you'd be interested in this. Like, <laughs> that sounds like, like a career so like, track. But would you be interested? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if you were just were like I don't know if this is gonna be a thing. Like, this might take you away from cyber. But would you be interested in like being full time Waypoint again? And kind of like a vapor trail. Just like, <laughs> yeah, no, okay, good. Uh, I'll, I'll wrap that up. I'll wrap that shit up. And uh, like, we'll, we'll be back full time on, on Waypoint. Love it. Also, again, shout out to Kato, who like, I, I think one of the, we give Kato a lot of shit sometimes for various uh, idiosyncrasies. I will never stop laughing at the last time we did E3 at, you know, in LA. Oh, all the time she was like, shit. I'm like, what's wrong? Is everything all right with oh equipment? Oh my God. And then, flashbacks. <laughs> and then he'd be like, no, it's fine. I just I left my keys in the kitchen. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, the kitchen's right there. Wait, hold on, hold on. Because also he You're was right. running this incredible production. This suite is what I'm saying. Off yes. a USB C. Yes. Off of one USB C, and like it was continually melting down, and so you really didn't know. You couldn't know if it was just like, oh man, I left my drink out in the kitchen, or if it was. We stopped broadcasting an hour ago, and we stopped recording anything fifteen minutes ago. Yes, you just couldn't know. Um, uh, but but like uh, also, Kato during the most recent save point where we were doing it from home, managed to put together a solution where we were streaming to his house. He was switching between title cards. Like incredible work to make that as smooth and as successful as it was. And we all kind of came into that. First of all, I was like hands all the way off on that one because that was I think the first save point since I fully left. Um, and, and so I had no idea what the setup was going to be, um, and came in and it was so well done. Obviously didn't believe him. He was like, paste this into your OBS or Streamlabs. And I was like, I don't, this isn't how this works, but okay. All right. Right. I did it completely without like, cause we had all been assuming the handoffs are going to be a nightmare because the stream is going to lose a bunch of viewers and someone's got to quickly get the stream key in on their system get back up and it'll have to be like this real careful like relay race uh system that is gonna be repeated for 72 hours yes and like six hours before we're going live kato's like no no i built a production suite for this totally we should also say quickly thanks to emily thanks to all the mods who helped doing that that save point thanks now to all of the mods again who are you know going to help usher us into this new age of waypoint plus on the community side across discord and the forums um, you know, this is is a big thing, and uh, I don't think that we could do it confidently without knowing that those communities were healthy and had had an incredible moderation team building those communities out. You know, in 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 many ways, um, they have been self sufficient, you know, user run for years now. Um, and and I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very impressed by everything that they've done there, and I'm very thankful that they're with us on this journey, and and looking forward to having some content that actually really moves us back towards into community interaction. We I guess we didn't say that Waypoint 101s is one of those things that we've been thinking about how to do, and and figuring out ways to do that in a way that that makes sense again. And that's one of those things that's so community driven in my mind. Between the and in some ways, I think we just kind of did one with Near. We did the Near spoiler cast. In fact, by the time this goes up, we may have also already recorded a Resident Evil Village uh, uh, spoiler cast. It might come up later this week, I think. Um, and those spoiler casts are in some ways like 
little models of what a Waypoint 101 can look like, plus some additional stuff. You take a look at the the Resident, or not the Resident Evil, the uh, the near one, and on top of us doing the spoiler cast, which was a great, and thanks again to Dia for coming on and talking through that game with us. That was a blast. We also had Patrick do a great, uh, we, I have, <laughs> Patrick also did. I didn't do shit. I mean, a, 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 a cohesive a royal we all, we all You know what I mean. Uh, but Patrick yeah, yeah, yeah. did this great interview with John Riccardi talking about the the long history of working with Yokotaro, working with the near games, translating, localizing the near games, and that sort of like multi pronged model of what uh, uh, Waypoint One One could look like is really exciting. And it's all like us. public and private, yes. or like public and sub sort of material can can work as we figure out like, well, how do we take things that are really interesting that we do there, and like, how can we you know, right. not, not not even just necessarily entice, but just like we did good shit, and like we want to share it, and like that yeah. those are those are there are ways like that stuff can interact in a way that you know. Like it's really hard to imagine a world where like Waypoint goes like all sub. No, like I can't this is really it. just bonuses. And one like, of the reasons you know, why we, we've been thinking about doing it the way we are with with streams is that like part of the sell for this for me is the idea that how often do we talk about collective action and and about the power of groups working together towards something? If the people who the, the people who who are able to support us can support us, that should also have a benefit for the people who've been supporting us non monetarily for years. And for right. me, that's things like um, being able to devote ourselves to this other stuff as much as we can, doing streams again. Again, those aren't going to be locked off because that's almost like that's a bonus being earned. So again, assuming this goes well, or assuming that this isn't completely <laughs> bomb, and we can point to them and be like, "See, people want us to stream again." And vice higher ups can go, like, "All right, we we told you this would happen if you got this many people," which we think we I think will happen. We'll fucking see. Um, uh, again, who knows? Uh, but that should be something that everyone in the community gets access to, not just the people who give us five bucks a month. You know, obviously it's a weird tightrope tightrope to walk because you also do need to give people something for their five bucks, otherwise. People, a lot of people won't give you five bucks. Like a lot of people aren't in a place where they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you five bucks for something I can get for free." I'm just gonna get the shit that I can get for free. And so you have to walk that line a little bit. But we think we've we've come to some some good arrangements and good ideas on where that split is, and it's evolving. Um, what you see today won't probably be what it is a week from now. You know, I I if we had launched a little earlier, I think I would have we would have talked about this in more even more Yahoo anime rules where it's like, listen, we fucking got one overall. We t- we flipped the switch. Don't tell anybody. How, but, how are you here? Yeah. How did you find out about this? Ethan Winters? <laughs> Man thing. Um, uh, and there's actually one last thing I did want to broach here. Yes. Uh, like be good and rewatch it. I don't know if that's ever going back to like, hey, we're doing this every week again. Probably but not weekly. It's not going to be completely <laughs> gone. Right. Like, and and this is the other part of this. Um, God, we're getting so close to multi-level marketing scheme energy. I can bring uh, out my this. I can bring out my desk bike again. I it, but, it is in I have one. My wife got it for me two Christmas ago, specifically. She's like, you you have to like watch stuff during the that's day. Fun. And I was you don't she's like, you don't even play games during the day. I was like, I know. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't play games during the day for my job, but I'm watching movies and TV. Okay, just don't worry about it. And she's like, I was like, so I'm not exercising as much. And so she got me a, a desk bike thing that I put funny. underneath my desk. So th- while watching all of Evangelion was me just sitting there going, furiously pedaling. Oh yeah, tons of pedaling. It's like, oh. Uh, and so hopefully I can bring that out again. Like that's what we, that's what your five dollars will bring. You think that they'll let you uh, bring that into bike? the theater to watch the Forever Purge later this year? Hell yeah! I'm so stoked. I'm stoked. But it's the, the time movies. Just as Does a this quick translate? aside, 
the Purge movies, I had such low expectations for because oh. I think the trailers were unkind to them. Like, it yes. became a phenomenon, but none of them ever looked that cool because they all looked like their primary interest was like, hey, you want to see some snuff? And I had <laughs> no real idea that it's like, hey, you want to see the horror series that's most t- in touch with like the violent barbarism, like just just beneath the surface of American politics right now. I had no idea. Oh. And I think by the time we got to the last one, the first purge, when it's just full on like, dude, yeah, this is the most trenchant <laughs> social critique in the horror. First happening purge is right great. Now. That's a very good movie. It's so good. This is supposed to be the final one. They've said this is the fifth and final film. And in the, the, fir- the first one uh, directed by the longtime writer. Who has written? Oh, I didn't realize uh, that all the films. Yes, interesting. Huh. Okay. Cool. I'm. I'm ready. I'm down. But Man. anyway, your I, point. I mean, this is. This is. This is the <laughs> other part of this, which is <clears throat> right now we do not know what scale this thing takes on. So people. People have asked, like, "Hey, are you guys going to be able to, like get more staff? Are you going to be able right. to like bring back? Yeah. You know, are you going to be able to do more of this? That? I don't know. Um." There are different outcomes for this thing that are on the table. Um, it is possible that, like, this does so well that suddenly, holy shit, I guess we can start, like, looking at doing a bunch more on all fronts than we really thought was possible. But, like, my suspicion, like, I, I try to keep expectations reasonable, yeah. which is that there's a lot of stuff over the years at Waypoint that we loved doing, both with you and with each other. And for a variety of reasons, some of it had to fall by the wayside. And rarely, I will say rarely for devious reasons. Like, it's a lot of soft pressure. It's a lot of like, well, this just doesn't make sense anymore. Well, and, and frequently we we all sort of, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Like, kind of yeah. a bummer. But yeah, that, I guess that did it make sense to do Be Good or Rewatch it as a separate podcast instead of just like putting it in the main feed. But we also didn't want to clog the main feed right. with just a bunch of other stuff. Okay, yeah, I guess this I guess this pivot makes sense. Totally. And sometimes we did really well with things that we thought were going to be frustrating. I, I said this before, but like the fold in, which was nightmarish in in many emotional ways, ended up being really productive uh, and and really useful for us in terms of having more editors to work with, getting the insight of people like Emmanuel and Jason, being at the same table, you know, at, at the same desk with a bunch of incredible reporters like Lorenzo and Samantha. Um, just like uh, that, that time I spent there and I'm saying now the people who I was literally sitting next to at the time <laughs> during that period, obviously the entire motherboard team is, is incredible. I, there's so many people there who, who, who blow me away. Um, uh, but that time was spent well and like did increase our traffic and did put more eyes on the stories we were telling, like full stop, whatever the wound was felt. And also it helped that like no one at motherboard thought killing the waypoint brand was the right idea. You know, Jason wanted to call us Waypoint. I mean, never stopped calling us Waypoint. Jason always called us Waypoint. And the only reason it's back is because he had that. That was not that was not something. Those are not meetings Rob and I were in. I think Waypoint might have. I think Emmanuel might have been the last man in the foxhole for Waypoint to an extent because he was the one who was like, what if we brought it back? I think a lot of us had reconciled ourselves to like, yeah. No, we're like we live under motherboard now, and like that isn't also, how we what saw does that things mean? going. But right, like yeah. if, if, if it is now, if it, it is, makes more sense. In well, some sure, ways. But, but I mean, it, but, but, it, but at the I mean, time, like, yeah. But like with something like this, it does make more sense because like th- this is something that we are taking ownership of and 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 really trying to put our own imprint on. And it's like if it's purely just a, well, you know, the advertisers are confused that 
it's called vice games or guide to games or, you know, whatever, right, you, know, right. you know, multiple things, you know, kind of run through the gamut. But like this is this is something where it kind of all kind of all comes together and it makes a little more sense. But like those fights were fought by other people who believed in a thing that we had all went like, it's cool. We're good. Like yeah, it's like yeah. we've we've all moved on and we'll just figure out what's going on going forward. And, and yet we find ourselves in some ways coming full circle. Yeah, I, we should say, too, like, I, I mean, if that wasn't clear enough that like when the Waypoint brand came back and we were like, yeah, we this is happening. This is kind of weird, but it's back. <laughs> we really that was played it on the yeah. planet. But Honestly, we were not. Uh, none of this existed. None of this existed. None of this was on the table. There was no um, master plan. No, that we could see. No. No, the opposite again of Ozymandias, the the reverse. Uh, well, I mean, we, and we were t- we were told like, hey, now that we're flipping the switch back to Waypoint, kind of from an advertising perspective, do you guys want to do a big stream? And and, and quite right. literally, like the response from Rob and I, you and know, me, and also I was looping in Austin, this. yeah, w- was like, no, that feels kind of disingenuous, like because it's over. Yes, it's great. It's great that we can sell yeah. ads better because we that's something we've been talking about for. <laughs> Five years, you know, to yeah. sell ads better on the podcast and things like that. But <laughs> if we're not bringing back uh, what people think is Waypoint, like, what are we doing a celebratory stream yeah. for? And like th- this then, weirdly enough, came across, you know, not too much later and actually sort of lines up credibly with like, OK, yes. Like when we think of what does Waypoint mean? Well, it means Halo Waypoint. It means Obviously. a couple of different restaurants. Just- I was just it means some occasionally a, a podcast at the end of this hour thing. What's with that podcast on Twitter? What are you doing? Bro, like, what are you doing? Waypoint podcast? Like, come, come on. on. Yeah. Like, okay, so like, I'm not okay. mad. Here's I'm just a little disappointed. Here's Do you see they put out a statement? No. Oh, what link? <laughs> Give me that link. <laughs> okay, hold on. Keep, keep, keep talking. Talk I, I was going to gonna say really quick it. was what I was going to say really quick is this isn't even the first the first group because someone there's another group out there. Uh, called the Waypoint Set, which I was like, the Waypoint Set, that seems like, and this was years ago. But a shitty band name. But, but those folks were, seemed to be very nice. One of them followed me, and I was like, you know what? I take it back. I take, I'm not Good here. band name. Good band, <laughs> good band name. I didn't, like, we, I barely talked to this person, but was totally just like, all right, cool, cool enough. This new thing, I was like, damn, really? Like, we ain't even in the ground yet. How come? What happened? Why, why'd y'all start a new thing all by yourselves and name it the thing that we do still? Um, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they looked and they are like, no, nah, that shit's corny. Fuck them. Do uh, a tweet May here 11th. for us? May 11th. Okay. May 11th. Uh, so we've gotten some questions. This is at Waypoint Podcast. So we've gotten some questions in light of recent events. I don't know what that means. <laughs> About question. Why Waypoint? Well, here's a quote from our own. I don't want to yeah, do yeah, some person site. Sure. Uh, when we were coming to the name, what do we think about waypoint for the channel name? It's due to us all coming together for a common goal. Okay. Tweet two. at the point at, at that time, we did not know about waypoint radio, but some of us did know of halo waypoint. Hmm. We figured since we were coming at it from a content creator perspective and having our show, the grind be our cornerstone, we might be able to make a name for ourselves. All right. We all knew it would be a tough climb going with that name. We all agreed on Waypoint because that is such a great meaning behind the name to us. We have no bad blood. So now the larger outlets with Waypoint in their name. And we just wanted to make all of this known. So we're a large outlet is actually what I take away 
from I mean, listen, dude, compared to, to these folks who are like doing, and it's not oh. a dunk on them. Like these are people no. who just want to like do a fun thing. And- we get health insurance. That's like, how are you doing for the content creation like side of your business? We get health insurance to do this, so I get it. Like it just right. it just cra- it just crack it just crack me up. Like and like I mean, look, finding names, figuring out stuff like that is totally. extremely extremely difficult. You can even even the. Halo, you know, like we do. You, you want to act like there weren't like long conversations where legal had to figure out can we do Waypoint, knowing that Halo Waypoint at that point was still kind of a thing, but it's still gone on for a little while. But we legal was like, ah, it's fine. It's like okay, I don't know what that means, but I guess I guess we can do it. Uh huh. Anyway, I, nothing but love for anyone who's trying to make anything out there. I don't have any hate for these folks. And look, please no. do not. It's called title check because you can fail it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you can roll poorly <laughs> on your title check and you just end up with a name you maybe shouldn't have. Let me tell you, I might be involved with another podcast that like it turns out after we're like, yeah, we fucking nailed it. Right. There was a similarly named podcast with very different values. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I forgot about I forgot about the more civilized podcast. See, it's when oh, you call no. it, uh-huh, when you call it a more civilized age, I think you could intense you can sense the the sardonic undertones of what we're sure. saying with it. Uh-huh. When you're saying the more civilized podcast and also tweeting about how maybe some turfs don't don't deserve all the shit they're getting. Uh-huh. Uh again, please don't go yell at people on our behalf. I'm begging you. I'm just, you know, after dark. Yahoo anime. We're burying this an hour in and we're yes. trying to trust you. Please, like I dead ass, I will cut you from this shit. I will cut you from this shit if you go start shit. Don't start shit in my name unless unless it's it's like someone coming at us. You know what I mean? You want to go to the Waypoint restaurant and like put our names in as a reservation and like take a picture of us of that dude? You can do that. That's fantastic. I'm so mad we didn't get to go to that place. Also, there's a bunch of them because like it's It's a great (laughs) name for for a restaurant. Is the problem in in Slack? Someone was was you know this this. this podcast to come up and I say, leave them alone. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Literally, quite, yeah. quite literally, unless legal says, and please don't tell happen. legal about it. <laughs> Just don't let them even fucking know. And it didn't. Ha- it didn't happen. It was, it was all left alone. But I was. I was like, oh yeah, there's also a restaurant. Like, let me tell you about the one that we tried to go to in uh, Harvard Square. And then in, as a result of trying to find that, of course. like there were like seven other Wayboy restaurants. Well, we were like, coming I up didn't with names. It was such a thing. We were coming up with names. Um, someone, an executive at advice, was like, I don't know about Waypoint. I have an uncle who runs a, who runs a, a <laughs> law, oh no, it was like a appliance repair shop called Waypoint somewhere in oh. Canada. And I was like, I don't think that's going to be any confusion, Eddie. I don't think we're going to, I don't think the wires are going to get crossed. I don't think I was going to be confused about, you know, our coverage of E3 and your uncle's washing machine repair store. Um, uh. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. It's wild. And and I think like that journey here has been I just should also say briefly, I'm thinking about now subscription stuff and the timeline on this. I do want to say briefly that I just to shut this shit down immediately, the timing on this has nothing to do with the recent departures of Giant Bomb. My love goes to like literally everyone at Giant Bomb. Y'all know how deeply I love everyone who is still a Giant Bomb, the folks who left. And I know that there are like you know what? I, the reason I know it is because after those those dudes left, immediately Twitter lit up with a bunch of conspiracy theories 
about contracts and about everyone thought they knew some shit about why Vinnie Brad and, and Alex left that that website. Um, and I just immediately want to like dead that before it can even get out before this podcast even ends that there's any sort of like, well, Vice only said yes, because the timing is just not that right. The timing on this was months ago. If anything, got, but if I there are 20,000 subs, I will talk to Brad about uh, what he's up to and I will see what happens. I think it's a good idea. If we get 20,000 <laughs> 20, subs, we get, uh-huh. <laughs> I will have a conversation with, with Brad. Brad That's what I will promise you. That's a stretch goal. I if we get 20,000 subs, shit, a lot changes around here. <laughs> we, might, we might fold in all of them into our thing. Fuck it. Let's go shopping, baby. Kind <laughs> of cut this part out. No, leave it. If we get 20,000 subs... 20,000 ice, party. ice cream party bomb guys with the giant bomb guys i'm flying everybody in <laughs> um uh, but i remember like when when the news broke like because it was a couple weeks after this conversation started that yes. it became clear like things were going to change a giant bomb and we were immediately like this could look weird yeah and it was inconvenient for us because it was like you didn't want to be doing the Hey, uh, remember how we used to joke about averagebomb.com? <laughs> joke about? Someone bought that for us after Jeff Gerstmann said that shit at a, during a live stream, the E3 live stream, right? Or that, that predated it. Maybe it predated it. it I feels, don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we don't want to be that. You know, and I think it was worth it, it's just worth saying that right away, just so that people know that, like, please don't. No, we're going to be more waypoint than ever. That's, that's, that's the, the actual thing, truth. Is like, yes. like, it's. The various incarnations that we've gone through, like the various ways we sort of recommitted to this work and we're like, how are we going to make this work? What does Waypoint mean? Because it's meant different things at different moments. Yes. Like we're kind of taking the best of that and the stuff that like connected most deeply with us and hopefully with you. And we're building a business model around that. Um, and Hopefully. That, again, we'll see. Yeah. But you were going to say, sorry, I cut you off. No, well, I mean, but uh, and basically, and hopefully that business model uh, is a good one. Yes, hopefully it but, works. But like, you know, I mean, frankly speaking, however, like, you know, we're recording this, uh, you know, weeks before, you know, I don't know when we'll ask people to like if they're interested. In, it might be days before, Patrick. I have no idea. Uh, so, we'll but, but, but like sort of regardless, like. It's just say that we get to try, like, yeah. th- th- like in some ways, like this is something we've been asking for for the better part of five years. Which um, it, yeah, and in many ways, that is the thing we've been. Uh, it, what has been a motivating impulse for Waypoint more than at least we gave it a shot? At least we tried it, right? Right, like from the jump, the reason, like I will, I, I like if some, if for some, you know, uh, if somehow this doesn't work out or like doesn't result in like a transformative process for like how we run our totally. editorial, like. That won't that that will bother me less than finally just be given the opportunity to see. Well, let's just see what we could do. Yeah. See how that that plays, because at least then that better informs well, what do you do from there? And that was totally. always the frustration was, well, just give us a chance. Because every time we've given the audience a chance, every time you've given us a chance, I feel like we've always like, you know, knocked it out. And so just like let us do the thing that we know we do well and let us you know, ask the audience to do the part that they do well, which is always, you know, you know, work in collaboration with us and reward us for the community that we built and together. And so it's like, even if this flops, even if like at the end of the summer, we're like, well, uh, 
gave it a shot. Didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, but at least we gave it a shot. And like, that's exciting in and of itself. I mean, but dude, I, it's weird because like, I feel like saying that is like, well, I'm being self-deprecating just to make people like feel bad. And it's like, that's not true. Nah. Like, it, it truly is. Like, th- this has been a long journey just to get to the opportunity Remember, to ask people if they're interested. Day, you come, you get hired. You fly yeah. out to New York. Uh, this is the summer of 2016. Yeah. And I, like, I remember it as as clear as day the last thing we say to each other before you get on a on a yeah before a, i got in the car, cab before you get in the cab to go to the airport was like maybe this last two years but it'll be a fun two years we'll see how it yeah. goes and now we're coming up on five years later which is wild to me that this has lasted that long um it it like blows me away we are now at the point at which i i Five years ago today, I would have been deep in conversation trying to decide if I actually no. By now, I probably accepted the job because E three is in three weeks or something, right? And I'm telling people at Giant Bomb that I have to quit. Yeah, because I remember seeing Joel outside of E three. Yes. He was yes. at the point that this is before uh, you accepting before uh, the was it a, a Variety press release, right? Right. I had already the, yeah. Listen, you'd already Alan, done the Alan interview. Felt right? that that day. Yeah, I did an interview on Variety. <laughs> Y'all don't know about this. I did an interview on Variety. Number one story on Variety that morning was me getting that job <laughs> and starting Waypoint. Ellen, Ellen, some some Ellen DeGeneres shit had been there before. You know, I'm just saying. If you once you beat Ellen once in life, I don't know what tastes sweeter than that. You know. <laughs> and now, just and the now, mere existence. Only your subscription to Waypoint Plus. Yeah, she couldn't take it anymore. Get Variety uh, to write about on. Waypoint Plus, and we can. We'll see. Oh, you're we'll looking see. for new challenges? Looks to me like someone's running from one. <laughs> <laughs> Come get us, Ellen. Uh, I understand that she sucks. Is that true? Yeah, My understanding is she's like abusive as a boss, allegedly. Uh, Kato, Kato, if you could do a Google search, get back to us. Let us know how. Uh, Thank you. But I, um. I do think like there's a reason we end up have, talking a lot about the past at Waypoint and Vice. And yeah. that is like it is often felt like the thing we wanted to do, the thing we were like, no, trust us. Like this can work. Just give us resources. Give us a little patience. And like we will show you like what we have in mind. And for the most part, we never quite got that, right? It was always, there were too many stakeholders, too many masters involved in the entire story. And like being able to do this, at least finally gives us a chance to test the theory. Um, And it will be a relief one way or another to know like, hey, were we always kind of barking up the wrong tree? Or like, were we right about like what we could have done if we'd just been allowed to be ourselves with with our community? In in some ways, it has felt that, you know, there has been a weird time delay on the things that we thought we would get to do. Um, I, I should say, actually, the other way. One, we've gotten to do some really cool stuff here over the years. Yeah. Uh, there's no one on this who's been on our team who I haven't respected uh, a great deal. There's no one who hasn't touched the work that we do and the voice that we have from from individual freelancers all the way through Danielle, who used to be managing editor, uh, to to obviously Mike Diver, who was here before any of and us. And they're both were. doing great work at Lad Bible and Fan and Bite. Like, Absolutely, I mean, it's 100%. been amazing seeing them sort of spread their wings. Incredible. Um, uh, obviously Danica and Natalie, like everybody who who has passed through the halls, so to speak has been someone who has left their mark here. So I don't want to undercut that. But what I do want to say is I do think a lot about like 
when we signed on for this, the our our eyes were our eyes were maybe bigger than Vice's stomachs. And they yet told us, Yeah, you can do Austin, a TV show. I'm gonna be on HBO. Right. Totally. No. But what in the last year, we were able to do reset and had a blast with reset. Mm. We all got involved in reset. Um, we were able to like contribute to that in ways without, without it becoming our day jobs, which you know means you don't have a complete control. But what you do have is the ability to help shape something and, and tell stories with it, um, and and you know get to develop what that muscle looks like in terms of making connections and blah blah blah. And so in some ways, I'm like, if that's the record, if that's the thing that's like, you know, what, maybe we're just on delay. Maybe maybe waypoint begins now. That's an exciting <laughs> energy to bring into it. You know, it, it it didn't happen three years ago when we thought it was going to happen, but it's happening today. I'm happy about that. I'm happy y'all are here with us, and and we'll see where it goes. Waypoint plus. Also, we should probably get like a dope night, a, like after dark beat for this, as our theme. All right, Tumelo, if you're still listening. I bet we could reach out to Tumelo. <laughs> I feel like one of our previous songs that we used, maybe it was a waypoint. The thing is, we don't want to double dip on a waypoints or a be good and rewatch. No, something. we're gonna we're gonna need something new. We'll figure it out. I don't know something, yeah, something, something groovy, electronic. I think, yeah. mm-hmm. or or Night. maybe just outright jazzy. I, I'm I'm torn. I'm down. Yeah, I think so. We have anything else? We have another business tonight. It's it's getting late. It's midnight here on the East Coast. It's almost time. Well, for I, me to I get wasn't back sure what this podcast was going to be. I was like. Looking on next door oh, for have, like funny things to talk. Oh. I'm just gonna hold on. I'm just gonna. Uh, you can check on next door real quick. No, I, I already did. Um, I'm gonna paste uh, this. The the laugh riot that is next door. Um, look. All right. So you're looking at an image. What do I got here? It's a it's a paper bag on the right and a plastic yep. like bag on the left. But the plastic bag seems like it was like tied. Yeah. Is that? A brick of Coke. So Debbie. Yeah. Four days ago says, hey, you forgot something to whoever keeps leaving empty 40s in my front lawn for the past month. <laughs> every Sunday morning, please have the decency to clean up after yourself. Please and thank you. Smiley face. 47 comments, 19 hearts. Debbie just wants you to. You expect me Clean to believe up. that you're not the person doing that, Patrick? No, no. Like, well, tw- twenty years Patrick, ago. Oh yeah, we a few minutes ago we were talking about going on going on walks. What are you? What's he doing while going on those walks? Huh? Pound of forty. What, what, what? I just I like the consistency. That's what I liked about this post was just every <laughs> empty forties. Two of them, with putting them in the bag every month for the past Sunday morning. That's just that's just a place you want to be. Yeah, you know you're just like Fair. Debbie's yard. I want to know what what's that. That's my question is like, what's going on in Debbie's yard that makes it so comfortable that just like at the end of that Saturday night, bleeding into Sunday morning, you're here. That's just a place you want to post up with your warm 40. <laughs> Close it out. So, hey, cobra? hey, Patrick, let's make an epic night. <laughs> let's go over to Debbie's front yard. Rob, these 40s. Rob, when they when they build that bear stadium five years from now, oh, we're gonna find Debbie's please. yard. And I need, I we'll need those just, lights to happen. I need oh, dude, we are, so the other thing, fingers crossed, who knows what the future holds for Waypoint Plus? Maybe this all gets scrapped, but if it doesn't, we might all be in New York soon. Yeah, and that's true. I have been frantically looking up, like, are those places we like to hang out? Like, reopening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know are what we're closed? gonna do. Yeah. Let me tell you, the bowling place, it lives. Ooh, well. There you go. Yeah. So it's going to be, it'll be a good week in New York. I have, I have a, so my version of next door is Quora. Okay. Quora yep. 
the website where people are smart people ask questions. Is that, is that what their logo is? They have some really sure stupid logo, really bullshit logo. Here's one here. Uh, question. We can try to answer it. Is it possible to sue a company for lying that my order has been shipped while it did not? <laughs> is it? What do you think? Uh, is there, there's I, an mean, I actually know the answer for this. Okay. So the. Hmm. So they're saying it's shipped, but it hasn't. But it hasn't. This is such a specific thing. How do you know the answer to that? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. How do you know that it hasn't shipped? Because it's like a trick question. Mm. You can sue someone for anything, right? You can bring a lawsuit against someone for. We live in Donald Trump. Like you, yes, you can sue. But will it be dismissed? Correct. Sure. They did not ask. Could you successfully sue? Correct. Yeah. No, you could definitely sue them. Correct. You will probably lose because of how they are a huge company and you're mad your Nikes didn't show up. But I bet you could get like, what, a year into the process? I don't know. How, how much money do you have? If you have lawyer money like that, I feel how like. How fast can you dismiss a suit? That's I don't I don't know how. But fast you have to pay happen. for the lawyer the whole time, hmm. presumably. Right. Like maybe you get that money back if you win. Like at what, point does, what, at what point does a lawyer get paid? To address, I think it depends on the case. It depends mean, on the case, right? Lawyers had different models, right, right? Right. Like, but the sort of dirtbag lawyer who'd be like, "Yeah, I'll sue, I'll sue uh, Amazon for saying the order is shipped when there's no evidence that left the warehouse until X X time." Um, that lawyer is getting cash up front for the time they're spending. Oh following yeah. Motion. Oh yeah. Big time. They're not doing any sort of like, "Oh yeah, when we uh win this case against Amazon.com, uh, we're definitely <laughs> like, I'll only take thirty percent of those." winnings no you, like cash on the barrel head i did just i got i got an email like a week or two ago you know when you get those emails that are like hey you could be part of a settlement don't you want to be part of a settlement and i was like yeah of course i do and so i don't know what it was for but it was related to health insurance something or another and i'm like you know what i'm gonna click the website you know what? I'm supposed to be finishing a transcript that's fine i'm gonna dedicate 20 mm-hmm. minutes i'm gonna figure out what i'm owed and then, like, click the link. The second form is like, what was your health insurance 12 years ago? Could you put in your, like, your member ID and your group number? I was like, nope, I can't. Whatever that money is, I guess I'm not getting it. Because how am I <laughs> going to look up what my health insurance, like, personal identification was for Blue Cross 10 years ago? Uh, I guess that's how you get you. You're just not going to redeem any of that money. I feel like this is an underrated, like if we're if we're trying to grow socialism, I feel like this is an underrated uh, like avenue, which is like, were you born in the United States between the years such and such and promised certain things about what the future would look like? <laughs> Tell me when the American dream was supposed to deliver for you. Put in put in your American dream ID. <laughs> ID. We'll see. We'll see if you get if you get a uh, refund on that. On that, my guess is no. Unfortunately, <laughs> turns out you do not qualify. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, I had another good one here, but then I scrolled and got distracted, and I've already no, forgotten. No, I, 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 I did have another. Oh, do you even have the next story? Oh, I got uh, one. This is actually one that you might know. I want to know if you know this because I don't know it. Where did the okay. generic? This person says, "Where did the generic alien design come from?" I think they mean like what a gray, like the gray alien. I think they mean like a gray alien. Oh, and well, the person's came answer from observed huh. fact, my friend. <laughs> okay, we're talking about a little place called Roswell. The year is nineteen forty-seven. 
Uh, the the nearby Air, Air Force Base of Vandenberg uh, reports some sort of crashed weather balloon, but GIs on the ground see something very different, something that shakes them to their cores. It's a little gray man with big eyes. And that's where it comes from. History. There's an autopsy video of that, my friends. Oh, my God. I know someone. I have to be careful as I tell this story. Mm-hmm. I was in a room with someone once in my family, not not anyone who would be listening to this. If you're listening to this, it's not you, is what I would say. Like, just to be clear to the people who, who could be listening to this in my family, someone who is not someone who listens to this stuff. Um, when that video came on, the thing you're talking about is alien autopsy, Right which yeah. was a 1990s like fake documentary scary as fuck and this person was like you guys <laughs> you're not going to believe what's on the news <laughs> they found an alien no don't change the channel they found an alien and they're doing an autopsy oh my god completely bought in a hundred thousand percent all the way bought in and another person who I was with at the time and I looked at each other and were like this is this is not real this is not real it was very it was it was a rough one anyway it looks I, like I, I I remember I I remember that video it's like scary the, that, it was scary yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is like before, like found footage, like or, or like like a little before, you know, like Blair Witch and and things like that, where it was like, oh, like a thing that's like filmed with a handy cam, you know, uh, is is spooky. I guess the dude who made Alien Autopsy claims that it was real. Sure. He said, OK, here's what he says. He says he okay. obtained 22 reels of 16 millimeter film that depicted the autopsy of a real gray supposedly recovered from the 1947 incident in Roswell. However, in 2006, he announced that the film was not original, but instead was a reconstruction created after the original <laughs> film was found to have degraded. He maintained that a real gray had been found on autopsy on camera in 1947 and the footage released to the public contained a percentage of the original footage. That's no, correct. I mean, didn't. That, that film degrades. Like, if that wasn't digitized in, like, a spirit scanner or something, then, yeah, of course it would be lost. You'd have to reconstruct it. Fair. For the interest of history. Fair. Apparently. But here's the thing. Yeah. I had no idea that was the 1995 thing. Because I remember, do you ever play um, the second Tex Murphy game, Pandora Directive? Sorry, it's like the fourth. Pandora Directive is really fucking good. Like, Tex Murphy series had ups and downs. Pandora Directive was like, they fire on all cylinders, but they have an alien autopsy thing. It's all tied to Roswell. But I was like, yeah, the alien autopsy video. Yeah, famous hoax video. It's been around for like 50 years. Ah. It was a year old? That's what you're telling me? Like, basically, that video was a year old. Yes, Mm -hmm. but it was was presenting as if it was from 1940s. That's the whole thing. It's presenting as if it was a 50-year-old video at the time. So, apparently, an 1891 novel... Uh, Meta, A Tale of the Future, was published by Kenneth Follingsby, in which the narrator encountered small, gray-skinned aliens with balloon-shaped heads. And then two years later, H.G. Wells uh, presented a description of humanity's future in the article The Man of the Year Million, describing humans as having no mouths, noses, or hair, and with large heads. And in 95, Wells depicted the a- the Aloy, the Eloy, a civilized advanced branch of humanity in very similar terms. And then, like, 40 years later, there's another thing in which... Uh, 
extraterrestrials wore clothes made of soft gray fabric and were short with bald heads and large dark gleaming eyes the thing that the person who wrote who wrote the response in this quora thing suggested was that like people hallucinate and yep. are pulling from a similar generic structure when they do of like what's a human face look like and yeah. one of the things human face humans have eyes and so like if you're seeing things that are like enhanced or or maybe closer to the true reality uh that's aligning with you uh uh as you trip um then, then maybe what you've seen is big eyes stretched heads bigger heads color disappears you know you're looking at gray and so that becomes a, a possibility there also well, same as uh it also be like a riff on the what do they call uh What's the thing where, you know, people are awake while they're sleeping and then they see, like, nightmare people with a... Awake when about? they're sleeping. Night terrors? Well, yes, but, like, where you're hallucinating, where, like, you can't, like... It's it's the equivalent, like, like there are paintings from, like, you know, like, hundreds of years ago. Where, yeah, like, you're talking about night terrors. You're talking about night yeah. terrors, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yes. like, But I feel like there's What's a, the one that sits on your chest? That's and that. That's a night terror, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, the, the head, like, no, the, no that specific yeah, you're right. one, though. The you're one right. you can't breathe. Yeah, what is that called? Night hag? Is night hag. Look, it's night very hag. sexist. We can we, we can yeah, all agree. A, sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. paralysis. That's what I that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. But that's that's all from rooted in the same thing where like they used to think, right. oh, a demon is sitting on your chest when actually like oh, you know, like your brain is fucked and up. It's still and I used to get sleep paralysis all the fucking time before I got on that CPAP. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you, a couple nights ago I ended up just in my sleep pulling off the CPAP. That morning I had sleep paralysis and it fucking sucked. Dude. And like I'm like, give me that CPAP. I'm I love my little mask friend, my little windy friend. Because <laughs> it is that, not good to be sitting there being like, boy, sure wish I could breathe or move or let oh, someone know that I can't move that's or breathe. Like about that. No, yeah, I I'm glad you also have that and don't need and don't uh, encounter sleep paralysis. That's but I totally believe like if I could, if I could instantiate like. Oh, that feeling would be associated with like the night hag. I would just be like, fuck this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm never sleeping again. Sorry. <laughs> that's it for me in sleep. Anyway, yeah, that's our answer. If you have Quora or <laughs> Nextdoor, I did join Nextdoor this year. I never used it. That's not true. I think I used it once for some fucking reason. But I was like, what's that sound? I should check on Nextdoor. You know, it was one of those things. Well, um, I, like, yeah, I, I, oh, I, I have a go great on one. I got a great okay. I got like yep, genuinely please. the best thing I'd seen here. Let me take a screenshot and send this over to y'all because it, it, it did move me uh, in a way. Because I was like, this is what Nextdoor should be used for. Uh, do people understand Nextdoor? Do people, do people know Nextdoor? Nextdoor is a service that uh, when you move into a neighborhood, you need to actually register that you live there. They send you a postcard in the mail that then lets you... Uh, see the posts of people who are within a certain, I don't know what the vicinity, it probably depends on like what city you live in, yeah. yada, yada. But like, it's people that like are in theoretically in your community. Um, but then there are posts that can appear generally or wider. So like it has like kind of layers of the social network, but primarily what it's meant for is like, Hey, I found a dog or like a, a ring was lost <laughs> or, or like I need a plumber. Unfortunately, uh, often it's, Hey, I saw some black people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That stuff I'm, definitely. Yep. Here's a much. Here's a good one though. This Ooh. one said, "Possums, be kind to possums in the neighborhood. They do you no harm, 
And then there's an image and it says, I'm your local opossum. Fuck, I said opossum. I'm your local possum. I'm nature's pest control and cleanup crew. I'm naturally immune to rabies. Just one of me eats up to 5,000 ticks per year. I can't catch or carry Lyme disease. I also eat insects, spiders, small rodents, and dead stuff. If you see me, kindly ignore me. And I saw this like a couple days after I saw a big old possum walking down one of these roads. I was doing like a night walk. I like to go on night walks because it's like... No, no one else is around. I didn't have to wear a mask. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. And I saw like a big old possum. I was like, yeah, all right. You and me out here, possum. And then this came out like two days later. I guess I can't be sure I didn't make this next door post, you know, consumed <laughs> by my love of possums in the neighborhood. I, there was there City was there was there's a lot of animal posts on, on next door, uh, especially out here in, in the suburbs. Sure, and sure. there was one. It was actually a really sad one recently where uh, someone I think like the, the post was titled essentially like can't even feel bad and it was a raccoon yeah and raccoons in the suburbs can you know be kind of terrors they can like you know get near you know garbage and garages and like you know cause all sorts of if they have if you have a deck they can get under there and have a bunch of babies and it's a whole yada 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 but this raccoon had clearly uh been either attacked or probably hit by a car it was paralyzed and so this raccoon kept revisiting this uh this person's garage to try and sadly knock over like a garage bin to get food. And it could only, it couldn't use its legs. Yeah. And so it was just pulling itself around along the the ground, but like had clearly had not died from its injuries, like whatever it occurred to it. And so the person was just like, what do I do with the paralyzed raccoon? Which sounds like a poem that I'm starting. What do I do with the paralyzed raccoon? And it was basically just like, you know, like there's a local shelter that can try and figure out whether, you know, it can be rehabilitated or, you know, potentially, I guess, like euthanized if it's, it's, you know, like in just that bad of of straits. But it was just like, like, normally it's like, yo, how do I kill this raccoon. And it's, it's like, no, there's like really sad raccoon that's in a bad spot. What do I do? What do I do about this one? <laughs> that is a bummer. It, it was a bummer. It really bummed me out. After dark. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> right, sorry. Well, can, I, can I bring us back? Do you want to hear about the turtle that got ran no. over? And they put a bunch of no. pictures no. in next door I too. Don't. Can we talk about a bummer that I think is a good, there's a bummer that I want to yell about. All right, go ahead. Take a, us out. A, a, yeah. Last thing. Um, so like three weeks ago, um, I messaged uh, a friend of mine to be like, you know what? I got good news. I found my new favorite pizza spot in my neighborhood. It's called retro pizza. Um, it's, I have a good friend who lives right near it. Every once in a while, I used to like stop by there and get like a slice on the way to go. Like it's a friend who I would cat sit for. And so I'd like go over, get a slice and go up and cat sit. Um, but I, but I didn't really ever order from there because there's other closer places, um, and and it just was never the thing. And I, but I realized recently that they deliver out towards me. So I messaged a friend. I go, oh, I really like this place, Retro Retro Pizza in Astoria. And then uh, two days later, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get a pizza. I'm like, I'm, you know what? We got Resident Evil, Resident Pizza. Let's go. <laughs> go to order. Huh? It says they're closed. That's weird. It's not that late. Why are they why are they closed? Don't think much of it. Maybe they close early on Mondays, whatever it is. Two days later, much earlier. You know, it's 6 p.m. Perfect time to order a pizza. Go on there. Still closed. What's going on? Let me go over to the Astoria Reddit. 
just in case. Actually, I checked We Heart Astoria first, <laughs> which is a you know how communities will have their like little local. Yeah. yeah. Let me go to the story. There's nothing on We Heart Astoria. I clearly don't heart my part of Astoria. Go to the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Astoria. What do I find? Rebuild Retro Pizza with a GoFundMe link. To my dearest customers, I am saddened to let you know that Retro Pizza will be closing due to a horrible fire that occurred on Monday, May 10th at 4. That's the Monday that I was like, I found a new pizza place at 4.30 a.m., <laughs> Uh, thankfully no one was hurt. However, the damage to the pizzeria is extensive, may take months to rebuild. Many of you know the retro pizza failure for those who don't, blah, 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 blah. Local business donations will be appreciated. Um, so obviously I'm like, damn, that's, you know what? I'm glad this post is out here. Da, da, da. This motherfucker, not trying to be rude, but why isn't insurance covering the damage? What are the donations for exactly? Spoken like someone who's never had to deal with insurance. Can you imagine paying rent in New York and needing to quickly get your business back up and running and dealing with insurance being like, well, what caused the fire? We're not sure we can do a payout. The idea that like you can't toss in a, the idea that you'd be on the Astoria Reddit and like looking for an excuse not to support this place that just got burnt down that has great pizza, by the way. <laughs> Is And again, it was just like people being like, I just love to get a better understanding of what their insurance covers. I just think I, I care about transparency. Shut the fuck up and help people in your community. Toss a couple bucks in the hat. Pass the fucking plate around. They're going to put pizza on that plate if you put a couple bucks on it. Pizza for everybody. Waypoint Plus. That's Waypoint right. Everybody. Waypoint Plus. Pizza for everybody. We found the slogan. Anyway, that's my local beef this week. I just, ooh, ooh, it pisses me off. It's just like, I mean, it really feels like this is someone who's never had to, had to interface with insurance right. ever before. Because they if you don't want to pay them, you. They don't want to pay you. What, what's insurance not cover? As much as it can't. Well, also, and waypoint, and not waypoint, Wait. uh, <laughs> insurance, insurance wants to pay you once for everything. Then they right. want to be done with it. Yes. And so... They don't want to be like, oh, let us know as costs accrue. Like, is you learn, like, keep us posted. We'll keep sending. No, no. no. <laughs> Totality of damages. This is why you need the Godfather. You could go back <laughs> to, your, to your local, your local community leader and be like, uh, oh, didn't cover everything. Can we work something out? God, I'm not I love Don Corleone to get at that, like, why isn't insurance covering this motherfucker? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I think that's going to be it. Um, ooh, ooh, looking at the Astoria Reddit right now, learning about some racist baristas, that's no good. Not my coffee I was just place. So, I was just so mad. I, I, I was trying to, I had, I had two lined up. One was the, the 40s and Deborah's lawn, and the other was there was a man that posted, it was just, he was like, hey, if I'm mowing my lawn and i say hello to you look me in the eyes and say hello back and like that was like and it was like a, like 300 words of that and then like 200 comms are like you know what young people just don't understand how to say hello when you say and i was like fuck <laughs> off oh you had nothing better to do yeah. you had nothing better to complain about y'all yeah. didn't say hello right and y'all looking to say beef. hello to you if I'm working on my lawn and I say hello to you, say hello. Say it back. Uh, we we got to get you out of. You can't bleep that.
Beep. Kato bleep the name. Which is a shame because we have a very funny joke about, hey, you want that joke's too bad, joke's too blue. We can't do that joke anyway. Blue. We got to get you out of the hour. northwestern suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> That's right. That's better. <laughs> we can't get Patrick out of anywhere. Patrick owns a house. Yeah, kids. I'm good actually. Patrick's like, I, good. I love, I love my my racist next door neighbors. Like, there's a lot of content here. <laughs> you think I'm gonna go to a different Chicago suburb? Like, no racism here. Like, <laughs> sorry, no, no weird aggressive white people. God. Oh, uh, how do we even close out this podcast? I don't even know what the. Thank you again for listening to us. Our <laughs> bullshit. Um, from the whole team here, obviously, like, I, I think that that we would not be able to do this again, literally without your support at this moment. And we hope it goes well. You know, we got some we got some here. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this like bald faced, not bald faced. Uh, what's the what's the word for just like, I guess, bald faced. Do I not? Sure. Bald faced only comes up in the in the context of blatant lying. So. Okay, but it just means shameless and undisguised. Bareface. And what have you to be ashamed of? Nothing. And I'm going to make a bald-faced appeal. The people advice have a number in their heads for how many mm-hmm. people they think a success this would look like. I think we can get to that number. Yep. And, and I think we can get to it faster than what they think we can get to it. Yep. It would feel so good to be like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. No shit we did that. We did that in a day. Difficult takes a day. Impossible takes a week. I do this in my sleep. I sold kilos of Coke. I'm guessing I can sell CDs, etc. Um, anyway, uh, I would like to crush that number. I would like to do well. And like, I think that number is attainable. I don't think that number is a ridiculous number. I think like, frankly, that like the goals that they put forward for us are reasonable. They're not like absurd. I think that that's like, yeah, OK, yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, but the number that they've given us that's like that would be a big success is something I, I truly believe we could hit. If you could help us do that, I would feel very happy. And I think all of us and could not feel even something like, where they, they're like, oh, we expect them to do that anytime soon. No. But if we did, whoo, think about how excited it would be for us to finally be able hit to go that to that number and say, I quit. I approved <laughs> my point. works. This isn't a Brewster's million. Throw that money on the bed. This time Nancy will see I wasn't talking. (laughs) Then I'm going to go out walking. (laughs) Time to post on next door. That's not how it works. (laughs) But it would be sick to like not throw it in their faces. But to to say a little bit of like, we fucking told you so. Yeah. This community has had our backs for years. And they've been, y'all have been telling us for years can we give you five bucks? Is there a way to do that? Is there a t-shirt? That? Is there a t-shirt? Any, is there quite anything? literally anything? Anything. And like, finally there is. So, so this is again, my like, as open a plea as possible, um, which I'm saying to people who maybe have already supported us, in which case I'm saying, tell your friends, bring us, come through, hang out. Uh, and, 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 you know, that would mean the world to us and would help us do something uh, that we think is just cool. But don't overstretch your means, right? No, like absolutely. Our, my salary. My salary doesn't change one way or the other, whether this is a success or a failure. So on one hand, if you want to see more of what we do, more of this bullshit, that's great. I also don't want to give the impression that like, like we're all going to lose our jobs if like this no. doesn't go. No, 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 no. no. Listen, well. I would make that plea if I if, well, I mean, real talk, if we were in that part of the, the situation right. and felt like, OK, y'all can help save our jobs. I would I would yeah. make that plea to keep people employed. Yeah. I've done I've done 
more to try to make that happen in the past. Um, so yeah, just just your support already means the world to us. And if you can go a little bit further and you have it, you have it in your budget right now. Let us let us put this one in their face and say, look at what we did. And then and also let us have that bandwidth and g- give us that that kind of that that leash where we get to run around a little bit. We get to explore a little bit. We get to sh- to try things that that we previously wouldn't be able to try or that we used to try and do and, and let us go back to that. That's in some ways that's on us to make sure that what we make is exciting enough and fun enough for y'all. Um, uh, but hopefully you'll be in that fight with us and, and it means the world that you've, that you've been part of it, uh, from the jump for as long. A lot of you have been here since day one, truly real ones. Day one, I, you know, Kato is in that mix. Kato mm-hmm. came, didn't know who the fuck any of us were before the waypoint 72 hour stream, um, started watching oh, that. That's funny. Isn't that funny? And then from there became a community member, a moderator, and eventually joined the team. Um, and I, I know a lot of other people have been with us in that way since day one, waving the flag through ups and downs, through through big successes and fuck ups. Like, I don't think we have I don't think we have a perfect record. I know we don't have no. a perfect record. Um, those of you who stuck with us and, and who both been there to to, you know, push us to do better and also to to wave the, the flag and celebrate when we do really great stuff. It means the world to us that you've been that you've been with us like that. And and people who are just joining up for the first time and who've just found something to get excited about recently or like jumped on board because we got we had different people on or because, you know, someone told you it was a good episode or whatever. Thank you so much for for joining up. You know, it, it's exciting to me to be going into our fifth year. I did not imagine it would have lasted this long. And uh, it, it it is very it's a great reminder to me that things are rarely as open and shut as you can convince themselves, you know, or you convince yourself. How many times in Waypoints history did I feel like we were winding down? And so to now feel like we're revving up is a great feeling. And uh, thank you so much for being part of it. And we'll be back with more soon. Um, we need a new outro for this because... where do I don't even know where to point. We don't, this is early enough. Vice we people listening to this people. already found like everything they need. Yeah. Found the link. So I think this should be this should be free in that feed somehow if we can do it. I don't know if we can or not. We'll see. We'll figure it out. I think it's I think it might be vice.com slash waypoint plus. Might be the address. But you'll know. They will. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Okay. So to share, Are you getting the show no- if you're getting the show notes, if you haven't Except, paid, I don't know. This is gonna be on the <laughs> member form. I know, but I don't know how the. Me- I might be able to flip the switch to be like, this is a public post. Yeah, but like people will still find where the public post is. Well, we'll have so a I think link. The whole thing will be moot. That's that's all I'm saying. I see. Is like, yeah, the people listening to this already, already know where know. it is. You know where they it found is. Us. If you know, you know. They just have Waypoint to guide plus. other people. If you know, you know. Mm. Waypoint Plus, help me repair my local pizza place. <laughs> no, actually, please. That money, the money you give to Waypoint Plus will not be going to Retro Pizza. So, I mean. Now, it will make its way into the hands of fine purveyors of pizza in the greater nationwide, uh, tri-state area. Honestly, each of us but, will put some of that money into pizza. Yeah, but it just might not rebuild that place. Correct. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I'll bet that raccoon was fine. I'll bet it just had a back spasm. Just had a bad day. Yeah. It was actually yeah. just stretched out. It was just yeah. like, oh, you know what? I didn't even take five. Why use these legs when I can use these arms? I'm like, see, this is you getting. It's getting bad again, Patrick. You gotta let it. <laughs> let us. Let us repair this situation. Let us clean it up, please. 
Well, like, he's the one that wanted to be repaired. Okay. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, well. With that, we'll talk to everyone soon. We look forward to everything that comes next. Until then, uh, peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Clean. Time's just a early. short hour and 46 just, minutes. Just a little Fresh baby. <laughs> just a little. 50, you know, just 15-minute little add-ons to the, yeah, to that's the all. podcast experience. That's all to be. Don't worry about it. All right. This is a very promising waypoint after dark. It was. I like to have energy. <laughs> we should all just drop links to Kato at this point. I'm just going to put a public Dropbox. Oh, yeah. Just, that's a good idea. Do that. And just paste that on a Twitter. Like, I don't know. I just. Don't do that. <laughs>